Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Digitally Uploaded Podcast, December end of year edition. How exciting is that? We managed to survive a whole year. Didn't think I'd do it at the start of the year, but I got there. I got there. That's pretty cool. Um, that's a grim way to start the podcast, but there we go. Uh, with us this week. Oh, we're not dead. <laughs> yes. That's actually something Shame. to celebrate in this year. What a year. What a great year. I mean, statistically, yes. <laughs> oh. Hello, Alan. Alan's on the podcast. Hello. <laughs> I'm not dead. That's a good thing. Des- despite everything, I'm still a skeleton, but it's you gave, fine. You gave it your best shot, but you didn't. Oh, to I gave it, it a. F- I got COVID. I don't know if I told anyone, but I got COVID. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that was, in you. That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, I was loving spending, you know, the 10 days at home while bored out of my mind and having a sniffle. But you were vaccinated, though, so that was all right. Yeah, that's why it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, so was, this is going to be get vaccinated, get a booster shot if you need it, because it helps if you have COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing how you get vaccinated and you don't die. That's pretty neat. It's almost like science works, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I am alive and I'm excited and it's great. I've been playing a lot of things. I'm going to chat shit. I'm yeah, sorry. It's, it's good that you're back. I'm happy that, yeah, I'm happy that about, you're here. It's about time. Yeah. And we also have Trent, back, who's back always again. around. Trent. Hello, Trent. What, what do you mean I'm always around? We also have Trent, who's here too. He's <laughs> always here. He never you're, leaves. Don't he's a part of body furniture, mate. <laughs> You're Mr. Reliable. That's why we like you. That's, you're here. We, there's, there's two things we can rely on, Trent. One, that you're here, and two, that you're going to talk about the snowball fighting Final Fantasy Tactics at some point. It's it's easier to rant with a voice than it is to make written content these days. Yeah, nobody likes writing shit. That's terrible. All right. So. Honestly, words in this economy are a, a social construct designed to oppress the minorities of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you playing at the moment, Alan? What games? <laughs> let's get let's get on topic here. What games? Ah, oh, well, um, it's been a while since it's been on the podcast, so I'm going to go through a few of the things that I've really enjoyed recently. First thing, um, I'm replaying Demon Souls again, like the PS5 remake. Having a great nice. time. Playing a mage character for the first time ever. It's utterly miserable for the first hour, but it's pretty fun. Um, I've been playing Metroid Dread. I think that's one of the best games made this year. Really, really like Metroid Dread like a whole lot. I read your review matt and i don't fully agree with it but i respect where you're coming from i think it's wonderful wow that's actually the most pleasant comment i've got in that review yeah (laughs) i read them most people most people do the i don't agree with your review and then they kind of forget the i respect your 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 right to say things yeah that's the bit they they forget i didn't have the same issues that you did i'm also a massive fucking dork (laughs) so I, I already sort of person will go comments. through every room individually <laughs> and then be like, oh, where do I go? Where do I go? Where do I go? And I like that for some reason. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Forza Horizon 5 because that game is just room. And room, I like room. a good room. You like a good it's room? a very good room. It's good yeah. <laughs> um, and then I I downloaded Battlefield 2042. No. For the 10 hour trial. Naughty. No, I did. And naughty, naughty. No, it gets worse because I played <laughs> four hours of it and was like this is not fun and then deleted it and then installed battlefield 5 instead so that tells you where i'm at with that game did you do a proper gamer job and then ask for a refund no because it was the ea um the ea trial thing so i didn't spend a dime on it which i think is already too much to spend on it 
Thank um, God for it, trials. It just, it just does not work. It's bad. It's a bad video game. It's a bad shooter. It doesn't feel good. Nothing works properly. I have repeatable like bugs to the point where it's it's not good. It's real bad. <laughs> and that's mm. that's my hot take. Battlefield twenty forty two bad game has like the worst review rating on Steam of all time apparently. So. I'm really yeah, well, breaking good. new ground here. There's been a couple of those worst reviews of all time. I mean, eFootball yeah. had, eFootball had that earlier this year. It's been a great e-football year for terrible is games. Hilarious. eFootball is so good. I love the models so much. That's you know, the, the thing is, but putting putting it's aside like a sleep the graphics, paralysis demon. <laughs> putting aside the graphics, and the graphics are not good. I actually like the eFootball gameplay. I've always preferred PES or whatever they called it, um, winning winning yeah, eleven or whatever it was. Either, yeah. Pro Evo, sorry, Winning Eleven was a different game for me. Um, yeah, no, I've always enjoyed that series of football more than FIFA. So, yeah, I actually quite like yeah. the gameplays of eFootball. I think I just, is, like, fine. It, it just looks just terrible. Budget. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's a budget so much budget that isn't a shoestring. It's more that everybody was working remotely this year, and that's really messed with a lot of game development. So I know that from personal yeah. experience. So, yeah. It's it's been I, tough to produce them gamey things for people. Yeah, enjoy. I do also want to say that I did play the San Andreas remake on Xbox as well, and it is everything I wanted from the worst remake of all time. It's perfect. It's yeah, so good. I, I downloaded the trilogy on the Switch, and it's terrible. Oh, oh, it's I'm so upset bad. they're gonna fix it. I got the no, I yeah, don't want I know, to fix it. I know they should definitely not fix it ever because it's it's just beautifully bad as the way it is. It's just bad. there are a few things that I can look at and just say, I'll just play the PS2 version. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a better idea in my brain to be like, I'm gonna go buy a PS2 Slim and a copy of San Andreas and play that instead. <laughs> like in fact, the Xbox versions were the better ones. Yeah, but who owned an Xbox in 2003? I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> no. do, I, do I need to switch to video and get the giant Xbox off my like uh, cupboard for you and be like, here, this is an Xbox. Yeah, and then you'll get crushed into the floor by the weight of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like a cartoon. We're getting hit by an anvil or a fridge, but it's just an Xbox and Bill Gates laughs at you. Trent, what have you great. been playing? What have I been playing? <laughs> well, I've been playing Forza Horizon, you yeah. know, because it's a good Brum Brum game. Everyone can agree with that. And I've been playing, what have I been playing? Animal Crossing, yes. The new expansion or the DLC or the thing? Yeah, both. Yeah. So, yeah. so I've like been slowly building my island. I built the school. I built the cafe. I built the restaurant. I've built the hospital or the, what's the last one? There's a hospital and something else. Why do you need a hospital? In, oh, I don't even want to know. I don't want to know. So, so, so no, in the Animal Crossing island, has legitimately better healthcare than the US. <laughs> no, this and is it's a even fucking on remote island. island. <laughs> this is someone else's island. This is like a resort getaway, and you build like um, areas where they can do stuff. The school is kind of useful because, like, Leaf visits the school and is like, "I'm going to teach you about stuff," and then he teaches you, like, goes through a tutorial on plants, and then you can use that information to do other stuff in the island dlc so it's kind of cool that they're somewhat useful yeah okay i guess yeah yeah but i've also been playing the pokemons and pokemon uh, pokemons piplup no he do be penguining piplup be the best pokemons no turtwig i got the turtwig the little the little 
Well, you played it wrong. Way. I'm sorry. You did, you played the game wrong. Start again, Trent. Start again. I'm Pick already up to the third gym. Start again. I'm telling you, Piplop. If you don't pick a pick up, if you don't pick Piplop, you can't finish the game. It actually blocks you, stops you. See, I never played any of the like platinum, diamond, pearl. No, this is pearl. Is. Yeah, pearl and yeah. Diamond. I've never played any of those games, so like they're good. I'm glad people enjoy it. I'm waiting for Legends Arceus to disappoint me, but also it has feel and he round, and that it's enough for me. Yeah, this remake's been uh, said that it's faithful to the originals uh, almost as a flaw in some ways, but also has some cool things. Uh, it's so literally, it's, it's 7.8, too much water. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's literally a, a one-for-one remake of the, the original DS game, which is pretty cool in a lot of ways. You can actually play them side by side as I kind of did, and they're exactly the same game, which is just with a you know, new visual thing on the... Pearl and Diamond remakes, which is which is fine. I actually quite appreciate that. What I didn't like is the goddamn experience share being turned on, and you can't turn that thing off. So I like yeah, I'm the complete opposite. Where I like, I'm just like that's designed to make me not hate the video game, and I appreciate that. Yeah, well, you're one of those young kids, Alan, and you don't know what it's like to play real Pokemon. So I like I just, the real no, Pokemon. I've, where you I gotta, played you Emerald gotta... and Leaf Green. Like, yeah, I, I did that. It sucked. <laughs> Because you have to end up with like a little shit little bird boy, like with a fucking thing on his back, being like, "Oh, well, look at me! I'm going to be the idiot in the background who gets rewards." Look, this is a this is a work based system. Do you understand me? This is a society where we work for what we get, and nothing you can say will change that. <laughs> well, you're wrong. <laughs> wait, wait. So going back, you've only played <laughs> Leaf Green and Emerald. Yeah. None of the originals. No, because I was a baby. He's a, he's a young. He's I was a young literally man. not born. Actually, that's a lie. I was born. Yeah. No, no. Couldn't read nuts. though. Matt, Matt, I'm old. I'm turning thirty in two weeks' time. Like, no, no. I'm, I'm not in the mood for Alan. Turning crap. thirty and thinks he's old. <laughs> yeah, true. Mid- right. Midlife crisis, man. I bought a new car this year. I'm all for it. <laughs> it's well groomed that you're saying that thirty is your midlife crisis. Like that's yeah, all. That's really- oh no. That's really bad. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait till you get to getting close on the other end of uh, forty, Trent. Then you, then you'll feel things. All right, um, me. I've been playing Blood yeah, Rain. Matt, what are you playing? Blood Rain. Blood Rain, like the Blood original, Rain. the remix. There's a remake. Yeah, they released them on the uh, well HD remasters, I guess. They released them on Switch, Blood Rain and Blood Rain Two. So that was my big reviews this week, I guess. I've been playing them. Is that the one that Uwe Ball made a fucking movie? Yeah, for? he made a terrible movie of those. And yeah, yeah, that's a that's the most nineties movie I've ever these seen. In my are, life these are these are like the, in the mid two thousands. These are like the most B grade of B grade trash games ever, and it's great. I love them. I love them. It could not be are. more trash. Like more just no concept but reasonable actors then oh like, the movie no the, mo- the movie it's, it's the movie so was just bad. dismal on every level but the games are fun the games are fun in their b-grade trashiness and it's, it's just it's, devil may cry right it's just sexy lady devil may cry yeah yeah it's kind of a i mean it takes they take influences from a bunch of places you get a bit of tomb raider in there i guess in the way that they're kind of presented and i mean even the first one you get to kill lots of nazis which is always good that's that's a lot of fun. I approve of that. Yeah, that's I approve a, of that. Vampire, that's good energy. A vampire running around, sucking on the Nazis' necks, killing them dudes. I, I'm really glad that you finished that sentence and didn't just end up just sucking. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the second the second one is 
it's got a little bit of inspiration from Prince of Persia in there and this kind of platforming stuff, which doesn't work so well. But when you are going around killing the dudes, then it's pretty good. You would you would find them a little bit uh, oversexed, Alan. <laughs> they they really dial that up. They go for the R18 rating even today. And that's that's definitely there. But yeah, it's kind of B grade exploitation style horror, which is cool. It's definitely my kind yeah. of thing. So I have enjoyed my uh my my step into memory lane what i'd love to see is like a if they made a blood rain three just how kind of what it would be <laughs> in, well, like, in 2021 or 2022 or whenever they actually released a blood rain three just just how far they could go with it because even the, sec, the second one which is what six, 15 16 years old now they have like dismemberment and she kills a dude and the body actually rips into a thousand different pieces and the blood splatters everywhere. And uh, yeah, I'm just thinking like, if you imagine mortal combats, like level violence with dead or alive level sex, you throw them together into an action adventure game. And that would be what blood rain three would be. And I'll make my own video game with blackjack and hookers. (laughs) (laughs) It would be Dexter, but you actually commit the murders. Wow. That would be (laughs) a really bad video game. (laughs) It is just so extreme. I would love to see if they could somehow make a blood round, blood rain three. Who knows? Maybe these. these this is a little bit. Around. Um, there's a little bit of a, a tangent. But did you ever play Splatterhouse? I did. I liked Splatterhouse. Like the 3D version, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, because that sounds like what you're kind of after. Yeah, but more but with sex. like more titty. Yeah, more yeah. titty. Got to have lots more titty. Yeah. Although that's, the, that's the, the thing I know and love. <laughs> The thing about blood, uh, Splatterhouse, I mean, you couldn't do Splatterhouse today because wasn't one of the main collectibles like nude photos? Oh, yeah. 100%. yeah that, that was no, a so that game screamed more 16-year-old who has never <laughs> seen a titty in real life than any other video game that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I just I just love that. Like The main collectible that you, you're going around trying to find is like bits of a nude photo of your character's girlfriend. And that was, I mean, that was the look, thing. It's a what was it MA15 plus game in Australia? Yeah, as a 15 year old, I'm gonna fucking do that. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? I'm gonna, of course, I'm gonna fucking do that. What yeah. do you think this is? <laughs> a modern version, they'd be NFTs. <laughs> don't start. Don't, we're going to music now, non NFT yeah. music. Um, yeah, it's is Miku an NFT technically? No, no, absolutely not. Never do that. How many rainforests do you, do you kill to make Miku? None. It's all art, Alan.
Welcome back, everybody. Radio. So we're going to talk about the games of December. Obviously, December being December, there's not so much stuff coming out because all the big stuff's already been released. Christmas inventories on the shelves, to use the business term for these things. And yeah, anybody releasing games at this point is pretty dumb. Not <laughs> that's uh, that's a good way of putting off everybody that made these games. But um, no, it, it's just the reality is they don't release so much in December. But we will we will run through what is there. Uh, so on PlayStation, let's start with PlayStation Five, shall we? Since that's the console that doesn't have any games anyway. Um, what do we got? On December three, there's a game called The Dungeon of Nahul Buick. I think I pronounced that correctly. Gesundheit. <laughs> the Dungeon of Nahul Buick, the Amulet of Chaos. It is a tactical RPG. No, it's, it's the Dungeon of Bjork from ABBA. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. The Dungeon of Bjork, <laughs> the Amulet of Chaos. That is a tactical RPG chock full of charm, humor, and crazy characters. So we got one of those lighthearted RPG things there, peeps. I, I have zero I have zero trust for any game that says, oh, it's full of charm. Because it immediately says to me, it's an uwu game. <laughs> it's an uwu it. game. Yes. Um, but then also on December 3, a game that's actually has caught my attention i'm hoping it's going to be good i don't know if it's going to be good but I, I i will play it it's called chorus and yeah it looks like a kind of dark adventure thing with oh it's got zero g combat according to the description here i, I don't know too much about it but uh yeah it looks all right it could be a good game uh what else we got on december 7 there's a game called ever forward and for some reason i know that game exists i don't know why but yeah the name rings a bell i don't know a puzzle an adventure puzzle game following the story of a girl called maya so there you go yeah i love that on december 7 if you're still playing final fantasy 14 and god knows enough of you are um final fantasy 14 end walker comes out that's the latest the fourth expansion pack for the game. So you're going to get a whole yeah. lot more stuff to do there. Another couple of weeks of your life. That'll keep you going through Christmas for sure. Um, you know what annoys me is that now that you've mentioned FF14, I know that the song we have to put in the edit for this is yeah, yeah, Good King Mog. Yeah, it is definitely. Okay, it's King just Mog. guaranteed. Like, I just knew it. I was like, all right, here we go. Loading up the audio file right now. <laughs> you know, I actually bought like two songs from the whole soundtrack on, on Final Fantasy XIV because you can buy them individually on iTunes. And yeah, Good King Mog was one of those two because it is a masterpiece. It is one of the greatest music pieces of all time. It uh, do be Danny Elfman-y. It is very Danny Elfman-y. It's very good. It's very Tim Burton-y and Danny Elfman collaboration and that kind of works with that bat boss battle anyway. So yeah, it's really cool. Um, Heavenly Bodies comes out on December 7 and that's like a... Um, uh, spacey thing where I think it's a puzzle game where you all play as characters in zero G and you've got to go through scientific research stations by yeah using your left and right thumbsticks to control your arms it's one of those physics based puzzle games well, it's a game that's going to be on YouTube for about a week and yeah yeah it's, it's it YouTube fodder fade into obscurity yeah yeah on December 9, if you're one of the two people in the world that still likes Monopoly, there's Monopoly Madness coming out. And Monopoly is a terrible board game, but there you go. I would have, the video games are usually good. Who's developing it? I don't know. It's an, it'd be a new one. Wouldn't it wouldn't be Ubisoft now. I would never describe Monopoly as madness because I, <laughs> I would much rather say it is just 
the most bland thing I've ever seen in my life. No one sits down and is like, oh, dude, I can't wait for the madness that is Monopoly. No one says that. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, uh, yes. The oh, madness get of a better subtitle. You know, you know uh, Monopoly Wollongong got released a week ago. The physical Is it just game. like buying ice and coke? <laughs> dude, Wollongong's a He nice got it instead of a chance card. It's just a used <laughs> heroin needle. <laughs> But there's a Tamworth one which also got released as well in the past week or is going to be released or something. All I know is it hasn't arrived yet, so I don't know where it is. I, don't I just know don't know. I just don't know what you could possibly have as Mayfair and Park Lane in Tamworth because those are meant to be like valuable places. Probably like well, the Golden the Guitar is on the side of a road, I guess, somewhere. And we've got valuable places like Forest Hills is always full of yuck, like yuppie sort of people these days. Like you know, we're, we're getting up there. Okay, good to know, Trent. Good to know. Trent, I, I don't <laughs> want to like burst your bubble, but I literally, before I met you, I didn't know Tamworth existed. <laughs> In the nicest way possible, I didn't know that was a real place. <laughs> it's the make believe place where Trent lives. So yeah, now, exactly. that, now that we've given our international audience a, a rundown of all the terrible places in Australia, moving on. Um, yeah, don't us, go to Adelaide either. It sucks. Yeah, Adelaide, absolutely terrible. Except for Glenelg. Glenelg's nice. Um, Incorrect. No, it's nice. It's nice. I don't. I'm, you don't want to. That's leave the here, most but, you can say about day, it. Though. If you say something's nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go there once, and you're like, "Yep, never going back again." Done. <laughs> so, moving back to the game releases, Among Us releases on PlayStation Five on December 14th. So, if you uh, Matt, are you a sussy on... barker? Yeah, I'm a sussy, <laughs> so sussy barker. I've never actually played Among Us. Sussy barker, but I should. Um, <laughs> ter- it's so dirty saying that. <laughs> a, ter- a Turner Noctus releases on December 15. That's a Metroid game, style game. It has some really nice art in it. And if you don't have a Switch, therefore haven't played Metroid Dread, then this one might scratch that itch for you. Uh, also on December 16, Moon releases. That being the absolute classic RPG that nobody has ever played, even after it released on Switch, still nobody played it. But they keep releasing a lot of things, and it is coming out on PlayStation Five on December sixteen. It is actually an excellent game. It's a it's a genuine masterpiece, and I know I throw that word around a bit, but this one is a genuine masterpiece. It's a absolutely that brilliant game. Also game. has some bad sequels too. It does, yeah. There's I didn't some know sequels that. that are not as good. Well, like they're not sequel sequels, but like they are spiritual sequels by the same devs. It's not very good. I did not know that. I've only known Moon. I only ever played Moon. Moon's so. very good. Play Moon. Yeah, Moon. So play the DS game called Moon as well, because it's also pretty cool. Same game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same exactly the same game. It's uh <laughs> But buy one. it again, support the developers. You know, if they, that that um development team or publishing team that brought Moon to the Switch and is bringing it to PlayStation 5, they recently, or not so recently, a couple of months ago, they polled people to see what they wanted to bring next. And one of those games was um, Rule of Rose. And Rule of Rose... Oh, that game is unsellable, but I'm so here for it. Rule of Rose is an absolutely brilliant game. And I'm so hoping that they do that because it is, yeah, it is a... It's a terrible horror game in so many ways and yet it is also an amazing horror game in so many ways it's just one of those games that yeah it got slaughtered when it got released because it doesn't play so good but it's pretty bad but it's the also um yeah the everything else about it except for the way it plays is just magnificent it's 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 great i might do a stream on it someday i've got a it has huey from haunting ground in it 
I've got a certain no, way. I feel like I've it'll got be a like internal darkness and be like, hot I'm trash. No, no, it's not like internal darkness. This is this is the real deal. Yeah, this game it's it also very confronting. It, <laughs> it is. It is very confronting. <laughs> it is a very confronting game. I might do a stream of it at some point if it's not going to get my you YouTube should. I, yeah, but it probably oh, yeah. will. Um, moving on to PlayStation 4 for a couple of games. There's a game called Breakouts 2, and I think that's like a robot combat game. So if you're into your robot combat things, then there you go. That's there. Uh, Warhammer 40K Battle Sector comes out on December 2 on PlayStation 4, and that is an Aussie-developed game. So give it some support, please. I was going to say, like, there seems to be a new 40K game every second week. Yeah, I know. They just throw the license around like crazy now. But this one is apparently quite a good one, and it is locally developed. It's by the same developer that made Battlestar, the Battlestar Galactica game, which is actually very good. Uh, They're based out in Perth, and they specialize in tactics, strategy game things. So do they have snowball fights? No, it doesn't have snowballs. (laughs) Maybe snowballs with, with, with nails driven through them. It's a very grim game, Warhammer 40k there, Trent. I don't know if you've played it or not. It's very grim. It's just a bunch of Nazis shooting aliens. Yeah, pretty much. But the, aliens, but, 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 but the aliens are also bad. Everyone's bad in 40k. Yeah, so the aliens are also Nazis, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Everyone is like trying to suck the dick of the Emperor, and then everyone's also a Nazi. It's good. And then yeah. you have little space goblin dudes who exist entirely on their own planet making tanks and they're like, we're going to make tanks for you. And they scream at you and become machines. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's all very... <laughs> it's all very over the top. It's not exactly the most subtle game. Um, I love the part uh, of the law. Geopolitical landscape. <laughs> no, I love the, the, the law thing behind the bolter where it's literally just like a brick that they fire <laughs> out of like a cannon that's the size of their fist <laughs> it's just really good it's so powerful it's like oh 40k sucks but it's so good <laughs> um on december 7 rune factory 4 comes out on playstations which is an excellent game um an excellent game indeed uh running through not too much else coming out um running through running through running through that's basically it for PlayStation uh, 4 that isn't also coming on PlayStation 5. Like there's Among Us and stuff as well, which is fine. Um, and Moon comes out on PlayStation 4 as well. And that's it for December for PlayStation. So moving on to Switch quickly, very quickly to run through what might be on there. On December 2. We have a game called The Kids We Were Complete Edition. I've actually already reviewed this on digitallydownloaded.net. I love this game. It is very, it is very wholesome, but it's going to make you cry. Uh, it's very smart and it's all very emotional. It's a, it's a, it's a really nice little game. It was originally an Android thing and got remail done up for for the Switch and PC. And it's very. Yeah, you have read my review and that'll explain it in more detail. It's excellent. Let's be real here. If you're listening to this podcast, you've read the review. Probably. Like, like statistically. Probably, probably. You've read the review. Yeah, probably. I, I would hope so. I would hope everybody reads digitallydownloaded.net. Uh, oh, here's yeah. one for here's one for Alan. Pretty Girls no, Mahjong G. Solitaire. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I've been swearing a lot. Not I know just- that... Not just that, I, Alan. I'm, I'm, I'm muting you. 
before you swear yeah. some more. There's also blue and green versions. They've done the Pokemon thing. So there's... <laughs> what? So you have one titty that's bigger on the left, one titty that's bigger on the right. Uh, uh, that sucks. That, that's the worst. <laughs> uh, like sometimes I think about society and then I jokeify myself. And it's just, it's, it's real bad. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, moving on, Asterix and Obelix Slap em All comes out in December too. I am Yo, genuinely no. looking forward to this. This is going to be great. Yes, this is going to be amazing. It has been. It's so just long. Streets of Rage. Yeah, yeah, but Asterix and Obelix, which is always what yeah. they should have done, like from day one. How they've managed it, to fuck it this baffles up. me. Yeah, I know. It's so simple. It's like Asterix and Obelix, Brawler, Bang Bang. It's like there's no more perfect combination. It's than designed those for a co-op brawler. They keep. They keep. <laughs> They keep putting out these goddamn platformers and it's dumb, but this one is a brawler and this one is going to be great. I am absolutely convinced I'm going to love this thing. It comes uh, out in December. If two. you are remotely interested, anyone who's listening to this, in like Asterix and Obelix as a comic series, the art style of this game looks like it the nails animated it. TV series. It nails it. looks it. like the animated TV series. It's amazing. I love yeah. it. I'm going to buy I, it. I, yeah, I'm so... We're, we're going to co-op it, Alan. I'm pretty oh, sure you can play gonna, online. I'm Let's do it. Oh, don't Let's get me do too it. excited. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, it's going to be great, though. Disney Magical yeah. World 2 Enhanced Edition or Enchanted Edition, excuse me, comes out on December 3. I'm genuinely looking forward to this because you can hang out with Donald Duck, and Donald Duck's like my hero in life. So there we go. He do be quacking. He do. He did <laughs> go love- quackers that one time, though. <laughs> I, I do love how Donald, like every episode of the cartoon ever, I love the old Donald Duck cartoons. I have them all on DVD, and I watch them regularly. Uh, I love how every episode is Donald's in a great mood and then by the end of it, he is just flipping out. And that is... Yeah. I mean, welcome to me at the end of every workday. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just an idle is, thing, you know? <laughs> Donald is us all. <laughs> Donald is us all. Um, on December 3, again, it's quite a few up front at the month for the Switch. The Danganronpa collection all comes out on the Switch. So that's Danganronpa 1, 2, and 3, which are excellent visual novels in their own right. And then there's also Danganronpa Decadence, which is the board game, which is just pure fan service and makes no, it doesn't even pretend it's not. Like it makes fun of that. It, it rolls with it. Uh, and yeah, it's just basically all the characters in swimsuits going around the board playing I, games. Like, isn't that a it's serious great. game though? Well, no, they've, they've never no, been like, serious. Isn't Romper like a serious series? No, no, it's more like, I mean, they've always had a really strong sense of humor about them. Uh, really really kind of it, it's yeah it, it has its shocking moments certainly and it has a lot of intellect behind it all it's not dumb but yeah it, it doesn't take itself seriously either so yeah, right, yeah. Fair enough. yeah ultimate summer camp is sorry the the board game it by itself because they're all released individually decadence is like the collection of the three game four games and then you can buy them individually if you want um moving forwards there's a Yu-Gi-Oh game coming out on December 7 for the Switch. Yippee-yay-yay. If you like your card games, there you go. Who, who, yeah. Oh, yeah. Demon Game Extra comes out on December 9. That is a dungeon crawler, which is very good. Demon Game Extra. Demon we couldn't gaze. find a name for our... Oh, Gaze. I thought it was called gaze. Demon Game Extra. No, Demon Gaze like- Extra. These are actually very good dungeon crawlers, uh, this series. Right. And they've put it on Switch because not many people play the original, which is fine. They were great on the Vita. So this this is the Vita one oh. that's been done up for the Switch. Uh, 
it'll be great. It's actually, I, I think I gave it 4.5 on the Vita on the, on, on DDNet when I reviewed it. So yeah, it's, it is one of the better dungeon crawlers of recent years. Monster Rancher and Monster Rancher 2 come out on yeah. December 9. I'm looking forward to that. Well, I'm saying I'm looking forward to that. I'm playing it already. I've got my review code here Shh. sitting on there. Can't say that the police are going to come steal you. Oh, Curry can Curry will forgive me because they use my quotes in every one of their damn promotional videos anyway. So yeah, Monster Rancher 1 and 2. Looking forward to that. Never actually played them before. So there we go. That's Curry Tecmo's Pokemon thing. Yeah. Um, weirdly only on Switch and PC. So you won't be able to play it on the other consoles. On December 15, there is The Letter, a horror visual novel. Oh, and God, I'm, it's... I'm looking oh, forward it's to not it. The, that's not no. what I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. No, no, I, this one I'm looking forward to uh, for, for real reasons, not just because it's got boobies. Um, <laughs> it, it should be it should be good. Keep, keep moving on. Keep moving on. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Keep going. Yeah, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> don't let me talk about the things I'm passionate about, Alan. I won't. We've got three minutes left. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So we all have exactly 30 seconds to talk about which of those games of December we're most interested in playing. So we'll start with you, Trey. Asterix. Okay, we'll start oh. with you, Alan. Alan, go Asterix. ahead. Asterix. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Trent. Finally, our, our childhood <laughs> has finally been realized. Yeah, literally. All right. Trent. Well, I'm not going to play anything because I've only got uh, the retail version of uh, Grand Theft Auto for the Switch coming. So I'm just going to play old games, which I purchased during Black Friday, like Kenya and uh, Deathloop. So I'm set. Ooh, nice. That'll keep you going. And for me, so, it'll also nah. be Asterix. Quickly, oh, just yeah. quickly, there was an Asterix book that I loved as a kid. It was one of those kind of choose your own adventure things, but it had a dice and you actually had to fight combat and stuff. Oh, that's actually and it amazing. Was, I had a great time with that. I played that over and over and over and over again until I lost my dice and cried a bit. So I have a long history with Asterix. I've been waiting for an Asterix game to do Asterix justice, and it just hasn't. They haven't done it. They've, they've just kept with these goddamn platformers, and they've always upset me. But this one is going to be good. I have high hopes for it. And if it is not good, then I'm going to give it one star on digitallydownloaded.net, and people are going to be very upset with me. But I'm still going to do it, unless it is the best thing ever. That is, that is my... I'm putting my foot down on this. This game's got to be good, otherwise I'm going to hit it hard. Anyway, good anyway, King Mog. Good King Mog.
Welcome back, everybody. Right, so this is the last podcast of the year, of course, because we are in December and such, these things happen. So let's talk Time is about- a concept. <laughs> Time is a... <laughs> it is just a fabrication of your mind. It doesn't really exist. Time is a herb you can put on your wrist. You can put it on the wall. There is no such thing as time. There is no future. There is no past. There is only ever the present. Um, anyway, movie. That's very <laughs> philosophicals. Uh, yeah, so the, the year that was, it was a pretty good year for games, all things considered, don't you reckon? I think it was. A couple of good ones. A couple of good ones here and there. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, it, let, let's let's drill down a bit. It wasn't great if you were big on the AAA blockbusters. Let's let's be honest. There weren't that many of those. I disagree. That released. There weren't that many of those that were released. I mean, there the was ones Death, that were, were pretty good. There was Deathloop and it was, it was great. There was what Forza and it was good. There was Age of Resi Empires. 8. Everyone's seeming to forget Resi 8 being a yeah, fantastic. Resi 8 was all right. It was a bit of good. Resi 8's like one of the best games of all time. It was, a, everyone. it was a bit of good. Uh, I liked but, it. You know, we didn't, you we just didn't like have... the long girl. <laughs> the long girl. The long girl? What are you talking Oh, the vampire lady. No, her part of the game is the worst part of the game. Uh, I like Demon Doll from Hell. Yeah, D- Demon Doll was great. I love that section. That's my favorite bit of horror. In- the classic, like, demon fetus. Yeah, it was, it was Resident Evil at its absolute best, I reckon. It even oh, it's so good. It replaced Resident Evil Zero as my favourite Resident Evil moment. The, the train scene of Resident Evil Zero. You know how Resident Evil Zero... And then the rest best. of the game, which we don't talk about. Because yeah, yeah, it has the train scene, which is amazing, and then the rest of it is not very good at all. Well, um, Resident Evil 8 is good overall, but that doll, that that house with the doll and stuff, that was just... That's so good. It that is game just, owns. I'm going to have to play just, that again. It is, it is very good indeed. But yeah, I mean... It, it, Battlefield wasn't great this year. Nobody played the Activision games because <laughs> Activision, Activision got a problem. problem. Um, Activision has an Activision problem, in all honesty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't a great year for the AAA blockbuster. Rockstar didn't even have any news, I don't think, this year. They didn't even... They teased the Red Dead Redemption 2, and that was about it. And the one thing they did release was the GTA collection, which was, which was fun. I like that they um, used an AI upscaler and just ruined the jokes. So, uh, like, it wasn't uh, Guitar Wank, it was Guitar Hank. <laughs> I think Guitar Hank is really good. A lot, of other, <laughs> a lot of other things didn't do so well this year. Like, the, the sporting game properties, because they were on an annual basis and COVID was messing with game development significantly. I don't think any sporting games really stood out this year. Um, I guess FIFA was all right this year, wasn't it? It was, it was all right. I haven't played it. I assume it's probably fine. But the other ones were not good. Like the Madden was not great. Uh, eFootball was like the worst rated game of all time. <laughs> eFootball <one> <laughs> is eFootball. We don't need to talk about eFootball. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the basketball one wasn't wasn't great, I don't think. It, it just wasn't a great The basketball one is a gambling machine at this point. It's a joke. Yeah. 2K21 like, no, is bad. I will say the F1 game this year was quite good. Yeah. That's it was quite Masters. Good. And a, a lot of people were concerned about that because it is now EA. Uh, Codemasters is now owned by EA. That's one of their many acquisitions, mm-hmm. and people were worried. What What does that mean for for um, F one? But they've done a good job with it. It is a good racing game this year. So I can't wait to unlock Ricardo by just like spending seventy five <laughs> Australian dollars. Yeah, I don't know how that little card system is going to work when there's like ten races in the whole thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be very good. No, it's it's actually going to be like the B spec mode from Gran Turismo. Like, that's all it is, is that you just now manage a team. 
And it's going to be like absolute sweaty, like nerd mode. And it's going to be awesome. I'm going to probably like fall into it because I'm absolutely the target for that. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I'm, I'm morbidly interested in checking out this um, NASCAR game that got released. Is it a NASCAR game? Yeah, it just got released. Um, Why is that fun to people? It's just driving in a circle. <laughs> it, it was released on Switch like a week ago. It's by it's not by a major developer, um, so I, I don't know if it's going to be. I, I don't expect it to be good, but I, I just yeah, I don't know. I'm morbidly interested in seeing this game because yeah, NASCAR is all about turning left. That's all you do. You're not you're you're not an ambi turner. With, with no, you're a, you're a dad looking for a car park in a in an outer suburbs um in an outer suburbs shopping center. <laughs> Not so, right now. It's gonna be fine. Get out of the car. I'll find a park. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Australian experience. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the AAA side of things. But I don't know. For me, especially as a JRPG fan, this has been one of the best years for games ever the, the jrpgs have this year have been incessant and amazing quality just from start to finish like in january we had an atelier game uh with a new one which was a yeah, riser too yeah which was very good uh and i love atelier everyone knows how much i love atelier and i very nearly forgot about that game by the end of it because i've just been playing so many other jrpgs tales of arise i've never liked the tales games but this one just converted me completely scarlet nexus is an amazing should i buy that game uh you will like rise is excellent very very good you will like it's on sale on ps5 right now i mean you like xenoblade chronicles so you like the jrpgs i was gonna say i bought xenoblade chronicles 2 dlc the other day yeah i mean you like i want to play the tournament country you you do like the jrpgs that pitch a bit higher and uh, tales of arise definitely pitches high and it, it lands it's a really good game it's super smart because it's one of those few games that the, the, the theme of it is revolution, right? But that's a common enough theme. What we very rarely see in video games is the kind of question, what happens after a revolution? Like, that is a question that nobody really deals with. And this game just does. And it's, it does it in a pretty nuanced and interesting way. And it's not, it's just not what you think. It, it actually asks questions. It's, it's really smart. And the gameplay is excellent. And the graphics are great. Um, it's also a PS5 game in a year where most PS5 games are indie games that are not using the full PS5. It does make full take full advantage of the PlayStation 5, yes. And Bandai Namco had a great year because uh, Scarlet Nexus also came out this year, and that is. I also did not a- like that game at all. Oh, you didn't like despised it? Despised it. I, hated I liked it. it. Yeah, I liked it a great. Deal. I played maybe like half an hour and was like, "This is not for me." Well, that's your problem. You got to play on beyond. Wait, did I play it? It's I the feel one like where it's it. like Devil May Cry, but worse. But then also everyone has massive titties. And then also if you're playing the girl character, she has the worst friend of all time. Is this the one where you go to like, um, like it's like really like decapitated kind of thing and you go to like a building and it's like a giant car park area and then you go exploring this like ruin-esque You could be building. describing Nier right now or you could be describing yeah, Scarlet Nexus and I'd be like, yeah. Describing Nier. I mean, Nier got a re-release this year as well and that's... Oh, it did and that was good. It's still... It was still, real good. I still argue it's the best game of all time. Um, for me, it is the, the greatest game and to have that get re-released this year was just excellent. Um, what it's else a good remake as well. They fixed we, the things that were not good. We we got Blue Reflection too. I never thought we'd get a sequel to Blue Reflection, uh, and that is that is a rogue choice. Like, 
I just that's the strangest option for like a sequel. Yeah, I didn't think it would, but it did, and it's excellent. It's amazing. It's so gay, Um, and I mean that in a nice way, (laughs) in the best kind of like way. Alongside, uh, before this podcast started, I referenced the fact that I bought JoJo's Part uh, Part Five on the hardcover manga edition, and I (laughs) described it as the gayest thing of all time in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah, JoJo's. Jojo is really funny about it. This game is just really sweet and wholesome. It's every, everybody looks at blue reflection and they see screenshots and whatever, and they assume fan service and all that stuff. And I'm sure you would, if you saw that Alan too, but oh, I've actually, seen enough of it. And I was like, um, you know what? Not for me. <laughs> under, under, underneath that, it's just the sweetest, most wholesome thing. It's just See, I only read who... Playboy for the articles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just about girls that love each other. And it's great. They hold hands, they go on little dates together. It's just, it's sweet. It's wholesome. It's great. Um, I, I was really happy to see that. I did not expect we'd get that. Uh, we got Shin Megami Tensei Five, which that came out. I forgot about that. That came out. It came out like a week ago. It's amazing. But you Matt, about it already. No, but Matt, <laughs> question: Is it Persona without the Persona? Don't you start, Alan. I, I watching. I was watching like reviews of that and just thinking, "Oh, Matt's gonna be pissed at this." I was human with so many of these reviews. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Shin, so Shin Megami Shin Megami Tensei is a spin-off of Persona, and then I threw my computer through a window. Um, and then you threw yourself out the window as well. Like, yeah, the so like that, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want to live anymore. Uh, no, it was. It was. It's excellent. You won't like it, Alan, because there's a lot of tits in it. No, but see, there's it has a lot a penis of really... chariot monster. It has Mara, and I like Mara. It has really Mara's sexy. great. It has really sexy demon ladies in it. Yeah, that's fine. Does it like? I'm surprised. Is, it is, I'm I surprised. Love... It, I'm surprised it didn't get R eighteen rated because, like, when you run into mermaid character, which is one of the first demons that you run into, you did not stop talking about mermaid character. I love it mermaid was, Like for about a week and a half, it was just pure mermaid, <laughs> and it was very funny. <laughs> she, she's my favorite because she's not wearing anything. I wonder at all. why. <laughs> She's, I, like anyone who's listening to this who doesn't know what she looks like, please look it up and then understand why I'm so just like, yeah, that's she a literally, character. She, she literally has like one scale over the nipples and that's it. Like one fish scale over each of her nipples. And that's that's her entire costume. And it's, it's, I'm going to be very esoteric for a moment. And I don't know if you know this, but the Paul Jennings story where a dude goes to an island and starts growing like scales and shit all over his body. And he's like, what is this? And it's like, it's that... I can't think of mermaids. I can't see the mermaid character from <laughs> from Shimagami Tensei without having like flashbacks to childhood nightmares of this Paul Jennings round the twist story. It's not okay. It's so Australian. It's so specifically Australian that no one else can understand. But hell yeah, dude. But yeah, I mean, I, I do think a few people got into Shimagami Tensei finally, thanks to Five, which is great. Um, oh, which Free is all- Nocturne came out this year as well. Well, I was just about to say that you can, once you've finished with uh, Shimogami Tensei 5, if you're new to the series, you can then go and check out Nocturne, which got a HD remaster this year. And it's excellent as well. Once you run into Skeleton Matador and get slaughtered by him a few times over, you'll realize just how beautifully brutal that game is. But yeah, Skeleton Matador. He's my What about some easy games, Matt? These games sound hard. Easy games. Well, just play Metroid games. Dread. Metroid Dread's easy. That game is pretty. No, good. Metroid Dread is the, the the opposite of easy. What's the opposite? Uh, hard. That's the word Very I was reasonable. looking for. <laughs> I was like, I was, was going to make a joke. Can we about actually it. talk about Dread in like a in a reasonable way? Because like, I think that game is awesome, and I really enjoyed it. I think it's the first two D game in a long ass time that I've actually been wanting to play again immediately after on the hard mode. 
well, it's not really an RPG, but sure, let's segue to Metroid Dread. It's um, yeah, it is a very good game. I agree. Damn, it is you're role playing, Matt. You're role playing a Samus. <laughs> people, pe- people think I hated Metroid Dread because I had the, I, I had a low. It. You gave it like a seven and a half. I, didn't no, you? I gave it. Three, <laughs> I, I gave it seven out of ten. Three point five out of five stars, and for some reason, I must. Hate that means it that you I like it. <laughs> I, I think that's a very fair review. That I think it, I, I had, think it is a seven point five game. I had a slight, one slight criticism about the game, which is, I believe it's a fair criticism of the game. Um, But other than that, it's great. It's, uh, I, I, you know what I really love? I love the stalker section more than anything else. I just love how you get to like the glowy door. That means that there's a stalker behind there and you're like, well, shit, here we go. I'm going to have to press every button a million times over and contort my hands into the most uncomfortable positions to get through this. And that's okay. Uh, I, I really like that, uh, how quickly you had to think on your feet as you were being chased around these places, a lot of which you hadn't explored at the time. That was the other thing I loved about it, that there were times where you've been chased by these. Yeah, there, there were times that you've been chased by these things, these these robot monsters, and you were also at the same time exploring because you were in a new area. So you had to think on your feet super quickly. Uh, otherwise, those things would get you. And yeah, it was hard. It was very difficult. But I love that. I I. I'm a big fan of stalker horror and I th- think Metro dread did a great job of turning that into like these action sequences within the game. So yeah, it was great. I just had one. Like, I love the idea about of it, it. So they, they yelled at me. But people yeah. I love it. the idea of it, but I just don't like feel like the execution is there. Like I find a lot of the level design, those sections is very tight at times or easy to be in a loop. And then you just get like die. If you go down the wrong path or it, it, like, like yes the idea is if you're going really quickly and you know it's fun in that aspect but if you're just trying to get into a casual mode you just want to play metroid it's like uh, you know it just That's gets never too... been how metroid's been though that's the thing is that metroid has never been casual or chill and i kind of <laughs> like it because it's the only nintendo series that is not casual and chill yeah i mean metroid prime has there's nothing. Metro Prime chill. was not chill. <laughs> There's nothing chill about Metro Prime, dude. You may be just dude. Metro Prime Two gave me anxiety as a child. <laughs> you, you may be going in the dark world and like just shaking violently. <laughs> <laughs> you you might have been more comfortable with it because it was 3D or whatever. I, but yeah, Metro has never been chill. It's always been Nintendo's kind of hardcore sci-fi, hard um, horror. Kind of experience so I, i've always say, hated metroidvanias as a uh, genre i've never really found one which like i like i like hollow knight and all that sort of stuff like i kickstarted them i like thought oh that looks so pretty it looks so cool it's just gonna be the game i'm gonna like, enjoy it and i've never enjoyed any metroidvania yeah i'm not a huge well, fan of the series as a the series the, the kind of genre as a whole but this one dread had enough to distract me from its metroidvania elements that i was able to enjoy those bits i guess uh and dread is like as close as you can get to the fusion concept in a modern setting without like losing the like the the charm of it i guess you know what i mean yeah i think it, i think it was good um speaking yeah. of metroidvanias there was no but you the- gave it a seven matt that's you hate it <laughs> speaking of metroidvanias there was the castlevania advanced collection that was released this year as well and that is yeah amazing sorry or sorry and daughter sorry it's amazing that konami had a legitimate you know one of the best things of the year thing yeah they did they did of all companies konami actually did a thing yeah it was a good thing too uh playing those three three games through again has been a a joy because i i personally think that um those three were uh, my favorite castlevania experiences even more than symphony of the night which is 
I guess a bit controversial, but I think Symphony is better than the first one and the second one. I think Aria is on the same like level. Right. Yeah. Because the first one's a bit too like they still didn't really figure out why Symphony worked so well. And it's well, the too, thing I've, like stiff and weird. The thing I've liked about replaying the first on the Switch is you can actually see it, which is nice. Um mm. for people who don't know, the original oh. <laughs> The original Game Boy Advance didn't have a backlight. So then they went and released um, Circle what was Circle of the Moon, wasn't it? Circle of the Moon was the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah Circle of the Moon, yeah. And Portrait of Rune was the second, I, had a, I think. I had, I had a mind blank there. But yeah, Circle of the, Rune, Rune, the Moon, they, they released that and it was very dark. And on the Game Boy Advance original screen, you literally could not see anything. They didn't play test it. I don't know why. Uh, and Money. It, was, it was an excellent game, but very hard to play because uh, until the backlit version of the GBA came out. And yeah, a lot of people missed out on it or didn't enjoy it as much as they should have. But the thing that gets me right now is it's quite the, there, is, there is no experience quite like being a seven-year-old child in the back of your parents' car trying desperately to play Pokemon Leaf Green as you like go past like street lamps <laughs> through the window so you could actually see what's happening <laughs> yeah. my eyes were my eyes were okay i was able to see that crap <laughs> like now nowadays i'd be like oh i can't see the game boy vest you know Ali, i guess it's not as bad as you know you know bok boktai you know it's like forced you to go out in the sun and it's like you know you, you know use the solar power to power your game like at least it's not that bad yeah bok boktai was a bok what had what was it called bok boktai Boktai. Yeah, Boktai. Yeah. That was an infamous game for people who don't know because it had a little solar panel actually built into the into the cartridge. And that was because one, it was a game about vampires and one of the mechanics was you actually at times needed to go out into the sunlight to change the gameplay because the solar panel would pick up on the sunlight. And the console was not very good at handling daylight in the sense that you couldn't actually see anything again because it was a super reflective screen. There was no backlight, so... Uh, you would just be looking at a screen. <laughs> You'd have the thing on, but you wouldn't be able to see anything. So, yeah, that was that was an infamous example of not thinking about <laughs> the way that people were playing games. But yeah, those were those were the days. These days, everything has backlits. Kids these days are so so fortunate and lucky and stuff. Literally, OLED. Everything's OLED now. But uh, back to the gate. The year that was twenty twenty one. What it was also a good year for. For indie stuff, there was a lot of great games that were released this year. I haven't stopped playing games <laughs> this year. Yeah, I, I, had... I just don't think I'd know any indie games that I've played because I've just played enough that are just in the background. Like, uh, it, It's wild. The game that I've probably spent the most time in the last like four weeks is Super Auto Pets, which is a auto battler with cute animals. And it's very nice and it's free to play. And I spent $5 on it because I wanted the DLC pack and well, I had a great time. Even the, even the um, mobile stuff this year has been great because Apple just went all out with the Apple Arcade mm. to convince people to, actually, yeah, to convince people to buy into Apple Arcade. They just went ballistic with supporting a whole bunch of games. And remember, I think it was what about middle of the year, they just dropped 20 games overnight. And one of them was Mr. Final Fantasy VII back making a Final Fantasy VII style game. And it's literally just FF7. Yeah, it, it really is. Fantasian is excellent. But it wasn't just that. There was a Platinum Games game in there with World of um, Demons, which is this action 
game that Apple saved. No, they couldn't find a publisher for it anywhere else. And Apple's like, yeah, cool, we'll do it. <laughs> and it was an excellent game. Uh, there was also Clap Hands Golf, which I still play regularly. That's the Mario Golf. Well, no, sorry, not Mario Golf. That was um, Hot that Shots Golf. Too. Yeah, Hot Shots, Hot, Hot Shots Golf developer created a mobile game, which is excellent. Like the, the golfing mechanics in it is excellent. So I've paired a controller up with my Apple TV and I played that as much as almost anything else. It's, it's amazing how good the Apple Arcade has become in terms of value. And I don't like it because it's a subscription service, but actually Apple kind of changed the mobile space a bit by doing that because mobile games were all free to play trash. And yeah, then Apple came along and said, well, we're going to do premiums. There's going to be no microtransactions on this here platform. And the result has been pretty good, except for that Castlevania game. Mm. The Castlevania game is not good. Last Apple game I played was like the Lego Builders game, and that came out right at the end of last year. So I haven't played it for ages. I don't even know what came out on the Apple Arcade. All I know, I've been paying for the subscription and don't know what it's doing. <laughs> well, you should play. There's good stuff. There's um, they they just released uh, the Kingdom Rush Tower Defense game, a new Kingdom Rush Tower Defense game on there, which is great. Um, I don't know if you've played those before. They're basically the best tower defense going around. And it's totally free. And Zookeeper World, which is excellent. That's the match three puzzle game. You're probably too young to remember the original Zookeeper. But uh, they've gone and done this, this version for Apple Arcade where you actually build a zoo as well and you get to hang out with these really cute animals and stuff. It's really nice. So there we go. The Apple Arcade has been excellent this year. And yeah. What else have you been playing, guys? Well, I mean, I I just bought Mario Party, the new one. Oh, did you? Because yeah, I decided that I, this is going to sound really lame. You I'm decided going, you don't like I'm, your money and you just want to throw it away. No, I'm going <laughs> to another family's Christmas this year, you need and something. I want to yeah, do yeah, like yeah. a nice bonding thing with the the family members that I've not really met yet, and I feel like it's a good way of like doing that. Yeah, it totally. So, I do that too. I go to random families events as well i'm trying to like avoid being like i'm, like, I'm going to my girlfriend's christmas because it's and now i've done it so fuck me but yeah so i, 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 I could actually I, see trent turning up to random families actually that's that's now a visual rocks up with a copy of mario party he's like who wants to ruin some joy cons <laughs> yeah but no, no, mario... so i bought that and i i've had a great time with it so i played one game exactly as donkey kong because donkey kong is an absolute chad and you cannot stop him because he clap he do be clapping <laughs> um and it's been fun it, it's fun when you play with ai i don't know if i would ever do it realistically again but with people sounds fantastic well i mean it's always um, fun for for people playing well, yeah i mean that's, that's what it's for like, yeah you know, and it's, it's good i mean it needed more boards i think that was my main oh thing absolutely but also if, if they release more boards as dlc i'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking buy that <laughs> well that's that's the, i i suspect they will that's the thing I, I do think that that's what's going to come and then i'm going to be suckered into buying them as well that's just it's just going to happen for the subscription give me some mario party 8 mini games i want the jack off mini game i want to see mario's hand jacking off a soda can again I was very how good it at has that game. to be. Yeah. I was like, I would have been <laughs> that, like, what? That's things you don't when I came out. <laughs> I was like, I was like 12 when I came out. So I was like still learning, but yeah. 
got good practice in. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mario teaches wanking. It's my favorite <laughs> video game. <laughs> oh my god, that game sucks. It's so good yeah. now because there can be Joy Cons and. Oh, dude, it was a joy for me back in the day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that game is like fun. It's fine. Nintendo it's has what a, I expected. Nintendo has a, had a really good year like, overall. WarioWare yeah. was pretty good. I only played the. Uh, oh, Kingdom that came out two that years. Was, that was yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. The demo of it, yeah, yeah, that came out this year. That's a that's a video game that exists in the real world. Well, it's just this year's had so much stuff that's kind of you forget about it pretty soon after you played it or. You forget about it, you know, when the new cycle moves on and you didn't buy it or whatever. Well, I mean, remember it, it's just like one of those years. City? Like, I, I was going to say, uh, Pro- Project Zero came out this not even. Oh, like, yo, a month I need ago. to buy that. Remind me to buy that, please. See, that's the thing. You, f- you forget about them. Tweet me. Quickly please tweet at me so... and tell me to buy that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tweet at you, my fan service, which is. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, no, that's the thing. There's been so many games that have come I didn't out listen to what you said, Dom, because so... I'm excited about Project Zero and I feel awful for saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm going to tweet you fan service pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's you what's happening. Dingus. Um, yeah, but yeah, that, that's the thing. There's been so many games that have been released and they've been so good, but there's been so much that has come out immediately afterwards that you've, it's been quite easy to forget about them. But Project Zero made in a Blackwater is an amazing game. And it was out not How even a month ago. How much is it going for, by the way? What, what price know, is that game? Probably full price. It's a full price yeah, game. Really? Yeah, it's it's not going to be a Black Friday sale. That's just too 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 uh, obscene. No, too uh, obscure for uh, for a Black no, it's Friday just, sale. It's just too new. It won't it won't be on sale just yet. Oh yeah, because it came out what like two months ago. I mean, it is a full full horror game. Like it's 12, 12 to thirteen hours long to play through. The um, real fear is that it costs full price. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it. It is definitely worth it, and you should support it. That way, we get another one maybe down the track. Maybe. Oh, no, we're, we're never not. getting another. We're never getting horror another, is like how, how many meals you're not going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're probably not. That. We're probably not going to get another one. It's too sexy. Too sexy. It's, remember that time that like Nintendo made that game and then they put in Samus and it was just very odd. Look, Samus costumes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, no, the, the funny thing was like this game was always designed to be sexy. Like, that's that's not even um my analysis that's actually said like they actually went out of their way to to sexy it up like there are comments on record uh, the, but there are comments on record from the development team that that was their plan with the game it is meant to be a sexy game and in japan with the release of the wii u version it had swimsuit dlc oh my or, god it's 60 dollars, and it was people people liked it you know for that that was the point that was what it was meant to be and then they released it in the West, and Nintendo's like, "Nah, I can't have the sexy costumes." <laughs> and it was like, wait, sixty dollars like Australian or sixty dollars yeah, Australian UK yeah. fake money? Nah, sixty dollars Australian. Australia, I yeah. I couldn't say that more Australiany. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get that in, yeah, yeah, it's, but sixty dollars. Did Mass Effect come out this year as well? By the way, yes, Mass Effect did come out this year. All right, that exists. Also, Returnal, or was that a launch title? No, that came out this year. Oh, God. I feel odd. I mean, most people would want a PS5 this year anyway. They didn't get one at launch, so it might as well be a this year title if it wasn't. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well... Yeah. That, that's a game that exists. I'm probably going to buy Tales of Arise because Matt's convinced me. <laughs> I was like looking one. through... 
Yeah, I probably will like it. I don't know. It seems like my kind of thing in that it's weeby and kind of weird looking, but I'm here for it. Yeah. I love it. And it's not too fan servicey for you. I feel like the last Tales game I was genuinely interested in getting was one of the ones on the GameCubes, but I never got it. Well, no, Tales, of the, Rise, one... Tales of the Rise is the one to get into because it converted me. And if it converted me, then it will convert anybody. Seriously, it's, yeah. um, it is definitely a step in the right direction for Tales as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it has that combat system, which I've never really got along with so it's like an action you, rpg yeah, yeah if you if you like your fighting game style mechanics in a in a rpg then you get Ooh, that baby. but at the same time there are ways around that if you're not into it like i'm not into it and you can play as the spellcaster for example and she's got a different set of um moves which are not quite so uh, co- uh fighting game style in in structure so there's there are ways different ways to play it which is good and the narrative and the structure of the game is just incredible. So even if you're not that into the combat side of things, you can still enjoy what the game offers. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. It's also, yeah, it's just, it is a really beautiful game uh, as one of the first kind of proper next-gen um, RPGs, JRPGs anyway. Yeah, it, it's really good. So yeah, people get good value out of that. But uh, yeah, right. I just play like it. Nino. Kumi. You bought it. Yeah, I just I literally just bought it just then. Nice. So there you go. There's a about yeah. sixty hours for, for you sorted, Alan. Hell yeah. Cool. It's a pretty lengthy game, and no, it's nothing like Nino. Kumi. Nothing whatsoever. It doesn't have like horrific war crimes in the very beginning. Oh, Nino Kuni too. That was pretty cool. Yeah, just like a new. Yeah, I I, oh, yeah, I started with the second game. I I I was a le- I was a late bloomer to the series, and then I played <laughs> the first play- game starts with the with your mum dying, and the second game starts with a nuke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I played I played the first game. I'm like, oh yeah, the, the plot's a bit in- like completely different and like different tone. <laughs> yeah, no, they're totally yeah. different. They're completely different games. I don't even know why they're called the same thing, other than perhaps they thought that Nina the same two would sell extra stuff. Um, the the games are completely independent of one another, so you can play those either way. That came out Same on Switch world. this year, didn't it? Nino it Kuni did, 2. yeah. The Nino Kuni Two um, King Edition, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, I've got that sitting there. I just haven't played it. Again, I, I played the original. On that the game, game. That game is good, but it's held back by the fact that it has the worst mechanic of all time with the town building stuff. Oh, no, no, no. I was about to say it had the best mechanic of all time where you build no. your town. I love games where you like no, you have like miserable. a crappy little settlement and then you just escalate it and start building things. It's like, like you know, why, why that, uh, you know, My Life as King, you know, uh, Final Fantasy games were so good because you just build the little town and you, you know, start making it bigger and better and then you send all your Final Fantasy people out to like explore and come back with like more stuff so you can build your town better and no, it's a good mechanic. No, it's the worst thing of all time. It takes too long. It's so frustrating. It's all in real time, and you have to just sit there and be like, "Well, I'm gonna leave my PS4 on." That's why you play the game in the meantime. The game. You like no, you like go around your village. All the and- end game items are like seven hours to make, and I'm not gonna spend seven hours making a piece of silk in a video game that doesn't exist in the real world. God damn. <laughs> I, I, I'm not I'm not that dependent on making like the remaining stuff. Like I, I just got to the end, I finished the game, I was happy. I, I didn't need any of the resources. No, but see, I'm a hardcore gamer and I hate myself. 
And I chose the big, hard, nerd lord difficulty and then instantly turned it off as soon as I got to the final boss fight because it was complete shit. (laughs) So That's kind of on you there, isn't it, Alan? Oh, 100%. I ruined that game for myself, (laughs) but also, like, at the same time, goddamn, don't give me that choice because I'll do it again. (laughs) I will go through Xenoblade Chronicles 2 with the expressed intent of getting the titty bunny lady and that's my only goal. Like the rest of it doesn't matter. Yeah. Moving on. What? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go to some music, I think. Yeah, let's do some music, shall we? Yeah. Let's do music. Did we already do Good King Mob? We already did. Yeah. We could do some like Xenoblade Chronicles too. This is good well, music in there. No, let's do Good King Mob again. <laughs> no. In reverse. Play it in reverse. No, I oh, know. Let's do let's do music from Nina Kuni too, since we finished the, the a little segment here talking about that. Let's do that. It has nice music. Right. You can find something, Alan, I'm sure. Something pleasant. Oh, it's got, happy. It's got great song. Maybe the town music. Oh, the cat town. The cat town has great music. No, I'm not going to play Ding Dong Dell. I refuse. <laughs> yes. Play it. No, we will not play it. <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome back, everybody. So for the last section of the last podcast of the year, we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in the new year, 2022. One thing we're looking forward to is the end of COVID. That'll be nice. We'll be able to go and do things again. That'll be great. Um, But we're talking about games here. And it's already going to be a pretty big year, I think. Uh, The stuff that we already know is coming is excellent, at least we think it's going to be excellent. It's definitely worth getting excited for. And yeah, we'll just run through some games, talk about them, have a casual chat as we generally do. I'm sure Alan will have opinions. No, it's going to be very high key. I'm going to, I'm going to scream. Yeah. I'm known for my screaming. I'm sure at least one of these games will have a snowball fight tutorial for Trent. That'll be good for him. Yes. And surely there's a booby game for Alan. There's always a booby game for me. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's just as sure as water is warm ice there is a booby game for me to be upset about so i mean the probably the first big game of 2022 will be pokemon legends arceus Arc- yeah let's go that's coming out in january it's amazing it's it got used, feel it game used, of year it used to be that uh, you didn't release stuff in January. That was the wisdom for the video game publishers because there wasn't that it's, much it's money very, to be made. It's very, very concerning. But it's yeah. the sign that they don't care. No, <laughs> a little not. bit like, oh. I reckon, I, reckon, I reckon it's just Nintendo wants to get ahead and this is, it's going to be a big year for Nintendo, I'm sure. And this is their only time frame to, to get this one out. I, I think it, it looks good. I'm, I'm certainly keen. Um, I've got a Switch voucher in my account right now to buy it. Yeah, so. cool. same. I have bought Pokemon with one half and now I'm going to buy the other Pokemon with the other half. Pokemon is a digital game. You buy it digitally so you can always be like, I'm going to play my Pokemons. Yeah. I respect that. It's going to be good. It's, I really think it's going to be good. Um, it has feel, Matt. He round. He rolled. Old-timey Pokemon yeah. looks great. I just got yeah, old-timey uh, Pokemon. There better, better be a Farfetch'd. If there's no Farfetch'd, I riot. No, because he's not gonna have a leak. He's gonna have a like a melon or something instead. Well, that's gonna be, be called just far, as... far hutched, and it's gonna be him living in a hutch. <laughs> that's gonna be just as disappointing. I mean, I, I really like what they did with Farfetch'd in Pokemon Sword and Shield because they up the, his evolved form. He's like a knight with a he really became a Tory. Big, he's, he's a he's a knight with a big <laughs> leak sword, and he he whops you, and it's pretty. No, he's out here being like, oh, hello, Gaffney. <laughs> I'm with my leak. That's that's it, perfectly. Very good voice there, Alan. Excellent voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've lived in this country perfect. for two years. I'm allowed to be slightly <laughs> offensive. <laughs> and by slightly, I mean genuinely. <laughs> Wait, do we know what Farfetch'd is going to be? In? Is it the newer Farfetch'd or the old style Farfetch'd? We don't know yet. We've we not seen the Farfetch'd. In we haven't seen one yet. That's why I'm saying if there's not one, I'm going to write. There's got to be one. If there isn't, regardless, it'll be perfect. Nintendo is going perfect. to get a. Taste great. Nintendo is going to get a letter. Nintendo's going to get like, no, it's going to be full of like weird, like obscure booby picks from other games. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my way of punishing publishers that screw up on me. Yeah. If, if you're going to write like an I... angry tweet and you're going to leave it at that. <laughs> no, it'll be no, at least no, three I, for that. I, I, I it'll save... be three around <laughs> the time the game comes out. <laughs> I save my angry tweets for Uber. Um, I, I have noticed that I, dude, I almost did the same thing yesterday. I'm so sorry. This is such a tangent, but I had an Uber driver just refuse to deliver my food despite the instructions. And I got so angry. <laughs> it was like a Joe Rogan monkey brain moment. 
Like, <laughs> like I returned to Monk. <laughs> I was so angry. Anyway, moving sorry. On, moving on. You want- we do need to talk about other games that are coming out <laughs> in 2022. Um, what, you want to talk about Joe Rogan Monkey Brain? <laughs> I'm best quite excited. Game. Best game I'm quite excited for what Koei Tecmo's got coming next year. Uh, I think they'll have a good year. The first one for them is Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires that comes out in February. That's uh, no. I'm looking forward no, to that's that not because for no, that's for me. Uh, that's Dynasty Warriors, which is the action game, but also because it's Empires, there's strategy elements in there. You've got to do empire building things. You've got to you've got to get tactical kind of cards, or I don't know how they'll do it this time around. But there's, there's all kinds of battlefield tactics that you can engage with as well. And yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to that. It is going to be very different to Dynasty Warriors 9 because that game did not go down well with the fan base. So they knew that they had to kind of reassess how they're going to do it for Empires. And I reckon they'll I reckon they'll do a good job. I know it's probably just me these days that plays these games, but I do like them. Uh, I what did uninstall Pyro Warriors 2 the other day because I was like, I will never play this again. And I have no one <laughs> to play this again. I'd be uh, the DLC, though. No, I've no, I'll not play the DLC because I want to not throw up when I play a video game. Also, I can't in February, with next the, frame year, rate. <laughs> the best fighting game of all is back King of Fighters. Oh, blood. Oh, King of Fighters. King I forgot of Fighters. about that. There's a new King of Fighters game coming in, in February okay, next year. Yeah. And I'm very much looking forward to that. It's been quite a while since the last King of Fighters. And yeah, that well, means... KOF 14 was in 2015, right? Yeah. So that yeah. means Athena's back. I love Athena. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> you know Prince Athena. Hells? Wait, no. I know Athena. Yes, <laughs> Athena's cool, but also she got big old melons. She's a she pop- a twin she's... tails. That's no, what you no. Need. She's a pop idol though. So she wears cute dresses and things. And yeah, yeah she's, she's still a good... she's got large melons though. I'm going to keep saying melons. I think it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very funny to call it we, melons. We call this the the mature cast because we're all very mature. No, because I look, I've sworn a lot on this podcast. I can't keep saying rude words. I'm going to say Alan just has too much anger pent up. I'm a primary school teacher. What do you expect from me? <laughs> Moving on. Also in February. So, so this grim. Is, this is, it's going to be such a big year because also in February next year, Total War Warhammer 3 comes out. I'm looking forward to that. Very big that game is going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be excellent. Creative Assembly is always reliable. The yeah. last two Total War, Warhammer games have been exactly what you want for Warhammer, the original, the actual Warhammer, not 40k, the fantasy Warhammer. And yeah, I'm expecting big things for this one as well. So that's a good thing. Um, also in February, this one's probably more for me than either of you two, but there's a game called Monarch coming out, and that is a RPG with a very dark edge to it. It looks like it's going to be quite um it's going to be quite the interesting game i think you check out the art on it and you'll see it's definitely different it's not like any rpg i think that will come out that year anyway um what else we got coming out there's an atelier coming out in february so like i said curry tickman's going to have a big year atelier sophie 2 so it's sequel to the first atelier sophie which is one of the more popular ateliers uh also in february there's a small game coming out of that um, a company called From Software is developed. And I think it's going to turn some heads, perhaps. It's called Elden Ring. Um, you may have heard I, of it. I do not talk about it. Do not say anything that you know about it. I will fight you if you spoil anything about it. I'm spoiling it. There's a horsey. 
There's a horsey, I'm, Alan. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to, I'm going to kill you. There's I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> no, it's but like great. legitimately, they're like, I don't want to hear anything about it. I, I'm going to ask you to like skip past it because like, hell yeah, Elden Ring. But also don't say anything, please. All right. I will not say anything about the game, but I will say that I did get onto the early, well, what do they, what do they call it? Network test. I got onto yeah, the yeah. network test. I have played the bit of the game that was in that network test and you should look forward to it, Alan. You're going to enjoy that. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. And that's why I don't want to know anything about it. Because the best part of a Souls game is going completely blind and just like hating yourself for the first seven hours. Yeah. No, like, it, I love it, that. It's good. It's good. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't ruined by George R. R. Martin's involvement. I was very worried about that, but it hasn't been. So that's cool. Blessed. So Sony gets the Sony's first big thing for next year will be Gran Turismo 7, which I'm very oh. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Why, oh. is it, why are they releasing on PlayStation 4? Sony, just move on. Yeah, what's the point? Just go what's to 5. Just, just, yeah, just... F it. Yeah, just... It, when you release a PlayStation 4 version, when there is a PlayStation 4 version, that means you've got to make compromises to make it work on both consoles. So don't. So just, silly to me. Just, just make it a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Don't, I don't get that. But anyway, it will be good. I'm sure. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I'm, they're going back to like the GT3 and 4 style where it's like a, a JRPG. So and I'm so excited. I'm so, so ready. Unfortunately, unfortunately for Trent, the, the five minutes that Forza was the be all and end all of Room Rooms won't last for long into 2022 because no, Grand Turismo, Grand Turismo Horizon is the pinnacle of racing games. Yeah, you I'm, have the proper racing games and your Grand Turismo, your Forza uh, Motorsports, and you've got your project cars. But at the end of the day, the pinnacle of racing games is where you say, no, we're not going on a fucking racing track. It's when you actually play a game and you're just in the open world, you're just driving around and you're like, you know what? I'm going to race someone. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, have a cool festival. The energy and the vibrance is there. Whereas, you know, in the actual racing, racing games, it's very serious and sterile and, you know, yeah. it's all about pretty graphics and See, the thing is, is I, I despise everything about the tone of Forza. <laughs> I think it is abysmal. And yeah, it's awful. also Dupro where Grand no, Turismo is elegant Having been an English and... citizen, not citizen, like an English person who is allowed to live here without being thrown into the channel, um, I, I hear the, oh yeah, bruv, we're going to go, we're going to go down to the, the racetrack and we're going to really do a big race, man. Oh, are you ready, bruv? But I hear I, that and I want to die. Yeah, it's so annoying that they kept the same character from the UK game and put oh, it into so the Mexico shit. one. And it makes no sense at all. The best part about it, right, is when they're like, they say like Spanish words, like within the Mexican dialect but then they repeat it in English. So it's like, not going to lie, NGL. Like it's repeating themselves again and again and again, but like in a different language, it's so frustrating. I, it drives me crazy. It's like, hello, fellow kids, but in, eh, eh, it drives me crazy. I just like when I race the cars and that's nice and I get a good driving line and it makes me go speedy and I go vroom. That's, give me the vroom. I want vroom. Yeah, but GT7 is going to, GT7 is going to be better. It's just is. It will be better because it's gonna have it's gonna have elevator jazz. I'm here for elevator jazz. It's, I want elevator it's jazz in it's my racing games. It is how I like my racing games. It's it's classy. So there we go. GT7 is gonna be good. It um, had pink martini. 
in the well, soundtrack in GT Sport, and it was the, great. The good news, <laughs> the good news is, Trent, you don't have to play GT Seven because Triangle Strategy comes out on the same damn day, and that's going to be excellent. Um, even though it has oh, a yes. terrible name, but it's going to be excellent. The worst game of all time. I mean, I was going to say that I was going wasn't going to play uh, GT anyway because it's a, obviously a Forza Motorsport year, so it was going to be probably Motorsport later in the year anyway. So I'll be set. But yeah, I'm all for Triangle Strategy. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's it's finally bringing Final Fantasy Tactics back in some way by Square Enix, no less, because they just gave up on the tactical RPG for a long time, but they're back. Maybe and it's going to be a good, wholesome snowball scene. The The demo was really good too. I, I was definitely sold on it after I played that. I love the art style, of course, but yeah, you always wonder how it's going to play. And I do like the way that they've, they've done it. So I'm definitely keen on that. I will give it a good damn go. Um, I just also, hope it's like I hope it goes as hard politically as FF Tactics. I hope it's yeah, like yeah. actually just aggressively anti-monarchy. <laughs> yeah, it's got to have some kind of point to it. And please don't just be like, oh, it's the demons from Demon Zone. Oh, they're bad. How no, do you say that. this when the queen is going through a new phase, Alan? You should She's know this is someone, someone in the UK. The queen is going through a new phase. We can't have anti-monarchy games. I think I think that um, I think it will. I mean, there, there's no reason to think that they won't put some kind of point behind it because they have done that with everything else they've done. I mean, the the game comes from the same people that did Octopath Octopath Traveler, and that game said enough. So, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. But Octopath fun. also annoyed me a lot, and I stopped playing it like pretty quickly, <laughs> which is what I'm worried about with um, with Triangle Strategy. Well, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. But um, it's, yeah, definitely, I don't like the it's demo definitely on my radar. It seemed yeah. like a type... The demo was really heavily invested. Like, I got started playing the demo. I'm like, why am I playing this? I feel like I'm middle of the game. And well, I feel like there's too... Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like, there's too much information, which I suddenly had to learn and all this stuff. I'm like, I'm just going to wait till the game to be actually out. And then I'll play the game and get invested into it. Like, I just feel lost and not really vibing it in the game because of where I was dumped. I mean, that demo was clearly there just so they could gather information on how people were playing it um, and use it as a development thing. So that's why they did that demo so early on. It was to actually give the team information that they needed to refine the game. So I'm sure that once you get into the full thing, you'll you'll get across. It'll be right. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident it's going to be one of the highlights of the year. Uh, Speaking of highlights of the year, not even a month after Elden Ring, which is pretty stupid timing for the release, but Square Enix and Team Ninja are releasing a Souls-like take on Final Fantasy, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Origin. I am so looking forward to I'm going to kill Chaos, though. <laughs> I am so looking forward to this. This game is clearly taking the piss out of everything, and I love that. I love that people took that, that mean, last demo so seriously. We've seen that clip. How cool was it that so many people took that demo like so seriously it's like oh how stupid is this they're, they're, he's playing rock music from his ipod as he walks no that over. that owns the reason it's, that owns is not the reason that you think it owns the reason it owns is because there are people out there who were once 12 or 13 and thought that would have been the coolest <laughs> shit in the world the as a final fantasy insert <laughs> character like they go up and they high five sephiroth and then play black parade like welcome to the black parade and they fucking jack off with each other. Like, that's the goal. That is right? what I love about this. 
what I love about it's this so good. Is, it is it is taking the piss out of how self-serious Final Fantasy is. And I love that because you just know people are going to take it seriously. And uh, it's making fun of them. It's making fun of like the, the hardcore, the most hardcore of hardcore fans of the series. And I love that. I love when they're going to take those kinds of risks. So I'm very much looking forward to this. I think it, the game plays nicely too, but it's more just that it's, it, it's just such an obvious piss take. And it's great. It's, it's about time awesome. we had a we had a comedy souls and we've got one coming. It's great. Um, we have a man who seems like he's never like had sex before, but says that he has a lot <laughs> as the main character, and it's really good. It's really really good. And Jack Jack Garland. I mean, if you're gonna give Garland oh, it's the first name, the Jack best. <laughs> oh God, Jack I love Garland. it. Jack Garland. Oh God! I, it's like there are times when I I worry for the future of Square Enix, and then I think it, for, about for a minute I'm like, they... when, when you were saying that guy had never had sex for or something, I'm mean, like, what if like the like the Dark Souls game instead of shooting monsters and all this shit, it's like the true difficulty is scoring with a woman or something? I don't know. That's like called, <laughs> that's literally called um, Super Seducer. That was a real game that came out, and it was just it was grim. It was real yeah. dire. Moving on. Yeah. Rune Factory 5 comes out next year. I'm looking forward to that. That's a real game. Yeah, that'll be good. It's been a long time since we've had a new Rune Factory, since the developer of that series died. Um, and with that went the, the license, and everybody thought that Rune Factory was gone, but somehow they've managed to scrape it all together to, to make it happen. So so who's um, making Rune Factory? Is that the people which are making Harvest Moon? or No, that's season? the Stories or of se- Seasons. someone else. No, Stories oh, okay. of Seasons, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. definitely not a Kemco game, which is good. Uh, da, 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 da. Looking through what else is coming out. There's a game called... Yes, I am looking forward to this a great deal. Sorry, I had to check it because the name, the game's only got the Japanese name at the moment. So I don't know if it's going to get a Western release or not. But it's called Shinigami Shibito Magaya. And again, Alan, before you laugh at the name, that's the Japanese name. It might get a different name for the Western release if it happens. But that is What does it thir- translate into? That is the third of the horror series that uh, Experience Inc. has created, which was Deathmark and Spirit Hunter. And those are excellent horror-themed visual novels. Like, really, really good horror I have no problem with novels. a name that's in a different language. My problem is the name that's, like, Devil-type no, Summoner XD-74, <laughs> Birth of get- Darkness. <laughs> if that's the Western... If they call, if they leave that name for the Western release, then that'll raise some eyes. Oh, that's like sending out to die. Legitimately, yeah, like, that, exactly- that, is a, that is a suicidal thing. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. So I, I imagine it will get a translation. I, I'm pretty sure it will get a release because Axis will pick it up and the, the last two have been reasonably successful for Axis. So I, I would expect that will get a release and I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a good visual novel with a very... Uh, they, they have a really great aesthetic because Experiencing has the best artists out there in the world and the, the horror is always quite good, quite on the... Um, on point, on point. So moving on, <laughs> Alan's favorite game of the year is coming, going to come out in April next year. It was just announced actually last week. So 
yeah, it's called it's a hyperdimension Neptunia sisters versus sisters. No, we're moving on. Bye. <laughs> let's talk um, about let's talk about the game oh, of the year for next year. It's the it's game hyper- of the year next year is going to be stray, and it's no, going to be great. No, it's going to be hyperdimension Neptunia sisters versus no, sisters. Stray. We're talking about this. We're talking about this game <laughs> because it's the hyperdimension game, but it's the sisters now. So, yeah. Alan's I literally, I he's, could not he's, give less of a fuming. shit. I can't actually see him I, on this. I just don't care. I can't see him as he's doing it, but I can see he's fuming anyway. I can see the fumes I, coming out from England. That's that's how much he's fuming. No, that's the, that's the global warming <laughs> you're thinking. <laughs> you love it, Alan. You, you, but how's it global warming? Went, what, warming? How, how, <laughs> warming. How, how am I going to get you into hyperdimension Neptunia, Alan? I'm going to get you to play one of them at some stage. There is you're literally going, no you're way going in to, hell. You're going to no, at some stage, yeah. I'm not going to play those games. I have zero interest. <laughs> I would sooner just like... I'd RPG. No, I'd, I'd just go and play something else that isn't just aggressively TD-based and weird. <laughs> it's not aggressively TD-based. It's a JRPG. Nah, nah it's like... very TD-based. It, it's art, Alan. Yeah, so is Bourne. I don't want to play games of porn. Like like a lollipop chainsaw, finky art. That's not aggressively porn, though. I mean, it could be. Yeah, but uh, everything's porn when you think about it. I'm pretty pretty sure there's Rule 34 out there for for a lollipop chainsaw. (laughs) Yeah, there's Rule 34 of everything because people are fucking horny and I fucking hate it. I'm done. I'm done with society. I'm going to jokeify myself. Goodbye. Let's let's do it. Rule thirty four. No, Matt. Oh God, why is this in the podcast? <laughs> let's do a Please make sure that. you're doing this in incognito mode. Please. Yeah, there's a lot of rule. And behind a VPN. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe don't search for that unless you are eighteen plus. Uh, moving on. I don't think you need to really explain that you shouldn't search for that. Just in general, just don't. <laughs> just go out, touch grass. It's just like, wait. hey, kids, you want to find porn? Just put rule 34 after everything. Oh, yeah. yeah that's science, that works. dude. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl comes out. Now, that's my kind of game. That's that's an Alan game. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it's not... You're me. It's not pathologic, so I probably won't care. It's like, it'll probably be just as, like, oppressive because the old Stalker games were, like, proper, like, oh, you suck, die. <laughs> I liked that. He's yeah, like, oh, you walked like the wrong way, like slightly. Oh, now you have radiation poisoning. You're gonna die. He, <laughs> I like that. Okay, it's I'll take your word. I'll you might like it. it. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, um, it's like a blip on the what radar. Else we got? What shoot. else have we got? Ah, Steel Rising. I'm very much looking forward to Steel Rising. Steel Rising is the next game from Spiders, and Spiders were the ones that did Greedfall, which is amazing. Oh, yo. Okay, yeah. no, 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 that sounds good. Yes, okay, I'm here. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. This is their first next-gen game. And Just it's, like the it's most be great. bizarre, cursed video game that doesn't make sense and has the budget of a shoestring, and I love it. Well, that's what Spiders has always done. They've, that's their specialty, that they make these games I that love, have no budget. Greedfall they was, are... like, really, really smart and finky, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, Matt, you should they're... play it. And he's like, oh, yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Greedfall is that thinky. I think Greedfall is trying to be thinky and then it's very goofy and silly sometimes. No, no, Greedfall is thinky. They're all thinky. They're thinky games. They they definitely Pocahontas and then it fails quite a lot. Well, it's kind of more subversive to Pocahontas. It's not very a pro-colonial game, Alan. No, I know. I'm aware of that. But then also like (laughs) 
I, I did not miss it. I think the part <laughs> where your, your cousin becomes a demon from hell. <laughs> I think that was quite obvious. It's, it's, and he's like, you can rule with me, Anakin. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. But yeah, Spiders, Spiders makes these games. that They have no budget. They're all janky because they're definitely Euro trash um, RPGs. It's the best kind of trash. I fucking love but, jank European yeah, games. Yeah, I, I, love, I love Euro trash RPGs as Dude, well. And the Gothic still, series? Oh. oh, they're great as well. And there's actually yeah. another one coming out in 2022 that I didn't mention before, but Elix 2 yeah. is also coming out. Elix was... Oh. <clears throat> excuse me. Elix was... was game. Uh, no, not really. It was a Euro trash game by Piranha Bytes. Uh, they're, the, hmm. they're the developer behind Risen, the Risen series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is a. Oh, I'm thinking of the surge. That's my mistake. Uh, yeah, that's that's that is definitely a Souls-like. But they no, look Elix... the exact same. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, Elix is a science fiction open world RPG as Piranha Bytes does. So it's always huge in scope and janky as anything, and quite beautiful for that. <laughs> I like them. Uh, they never sell well. They always get ruined by the critics because critics don't like bugs and shit. But. Um, if you can deal with that stuff, there's a, a lot of soul to these kinds of games. And yeah, Steel Rising and Elix 2 will definitely do that for me. Yeah. What else have we got coming out next year? Ah, oh, there's a new, um, another licensed Warriors game from Koei Tecmo and Amiga Force. This one is Tukan Ranbu Warriors. Now, this is a great series in Japan. I'm surprised it's actually getting a Western release because it's not nearly so popular. But Tukan Rambu is this series that got a lot of, it's famous for getting a lot of women into samurai history because it turns all the swords, that, the name swords, the actual famous swords that various generals and whatever wielded in battle, and it turns them into like super cute guys. It's, is it's it one of those. boyfriend dungeon? Yeah, but it's like actual history swords, not just random weapons and this is a warriors game which takes all of those super cute boys and has them all hacking and slashing at one one another so it's going to be popular in japan it's going to be a big thing um i'm looking forward to it as well because it is warriors so there we go that comes out next year as well uh another allen game i guess there's a saint Tiro coming what there's a saint Tiro coming next yeah. year you're oh, right. there is. Yeah. I, got yeah I thought he said there was a sanctuary coming. And I was like, <laughs> yes, and it is. <laughs> no, that game that game looks like all right. I saw a lot of people being fucking weird about it because it's not like making transphobic jokes anymore. Oh well. <laughs> and that's apparently like bad. How dare they? <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. No, you it, no, it should, will be fun. It should be good. Um running through some of the other stuff quickly that is also coming. Because this is going to be a huge year next year. That's that's a great thing. There's a new AI, the Somnium Files coming. And the first yeah. one really surprised people because nobody was expecting it to be anything. But then they played it and they're like, this is amazing. So, yeah, I, I think that'll be good. Uh, we've got Baldur's Gate 3 will go into full release next year. So they'll, That exists. Yeah, at the moment it's in early access. I'm not going to play it again until it goes into full release. That's the last chance I'll give it. I wasn't I wasn't huge on it, I must admit, from the early access. I was a little bit disappointed. But then that was me being, 
a massive fan of the original Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2. And I feel like unless it was the exact same team, you probably wouldn't have been happy with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I was always going yeah. to be biased against it, I guess. I will give it another genuine chance once it gets full release. Because That's would... a Larian game, right? Is it Larian? Yes, yes Larian. Yeah. I, I would like to like it. I, who knows? Maybe it'll turn me around. I mean, it's better than oh, Dark Alliance. It's better this... than Dark Alliance. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this comes out next year. Chocobo GP. That comes out. Oh. Yeah. Room. Vroom vroom. That's going to be the best vroom vroom. I, I take back everything I said about GT7 being the best vroom vroom. It's going to be Chocobo GP for sure. That's amazing. I can't believe that's actually happening. Why do I feel like it came out I'm this so year, happy. Though, or like recently? Or maybe I'm just remembering its announcement. There was a remake. It was announced. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? No, they haven't done anything. Well, the remake original was the, Oh, no, it is the... Yeah, I'm silly. Ignore me. Yeah, they haven't done a new Chocobo GP since the PlayStation 1. <laughs> it's been ages and ages, so there's only been one Chocobo GP. Um... There's a new, of course, there's a new Dark Pictures anthology coming, The Devil in Me. That'll be good. Hell yes. I'm Dude, looking forward to that. House of Ashes, very fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I'm hoping that they find a new take on horror or something for the next one. I hope that they go back to Little Hope style because I did not enjoy House of Ashes as much as Little Hope. It just depends on what horror you like, I guess, because they're all different yeah. types of horror, right? Uh, House, this House is more action y, and I think it needed yeah. to like be like, more focused on the characters than the action because I don't think the quick time events is like suited to that sort of thing. From what I understand, the devil in me will be more back to uh, a less action based horror. It seems silent hilly. Yeah, exactly. So that'll be good. Uh, We've got the reboot of Dead Space coming. That's going to be microtransaction. Oh, I'll play it. I'm so excited. I'm going to play that. That's my jam. Um, there's also an Earth Defense Force coming out, of course. That'll be good. It's been a while since the last proper Earth Defense Force, actually, so that'll be fun. Um, also just, blessed. There's Ghostfire Tokyo to look forward to. That'll be fine. That's there's been teased for like seven years at this point. Yeah, or two, but it, it's coming this year, which will be fine. There's a new God of War coming, which will be good since people like, like the last it's one for some reason. Yep. <clears throat> there's a new Gun Gave Gun Grave game coming out gore which looks very gory indeed i'm looking forward to that um the last gun grave was on the ps2 and it was a janky action thing and it was fun so i'm hoping that would be good uh supposedly nintendo is going to release a breath of the wild sequel that's still currently slated for release next year so there you go it will be the majora's mask of breath of the I would, wild i would it expect will be it, great I, I would expect that it would be um delayed but at the moment it is scheduled for release next year um in theory we'll get the prince of persia sends a time remake which might be the last ubisoft game i bother touching i'm hoping that they don't screw it up completely but in they time, will they probably don't, will don't <laughs> waste your breath. <laughs> yeah uh, i want I love- you to recognize the fact that they're going to make you pay for more sands of time I loved I loved Sands of Time so much, the original. Uh, it was one of my favorite games of all time. So. Matt, you're not excited for the Assassin's Creed? Everything no. is Assassin's Creed world? No, thing. I'm not. I'm <laughs> definitely not. Uh, there's a new Star Ocean coming out next year, which was announced not too long ago. That's going to be great. Um, there's just so much stuff coming. Next year's going to be insane, which is good. It's nice to know that we've got lots to look forward to in 2022. So Kirby. Kirby's coming out. There's a Kirby as yeah, well. Kirby is mm. Kirby is depressed and he's in Kirby. post-apocalypse. I was going to say Kirby, so the, 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 uh, the Last of Us edition, which will be great. Kirby, Kirby goes Last of Us. I respect that. Munches the zombies. 
clickers. Munches on the clickers. Um, all right, so let's just wrap it there. We could keep talking about next year and it just never stops. It's so, a lot of games. Yeah, there's too much to play. So we'll definitely be covering all of that on digitallydownloaded.net. So, yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in over the last year in our monthly podcast. It's been fun. Um, it's been great to, to do these. Thanks, Alan and Trent in particular for being on every month. It's really great to have you there and to bounce things off. So, yeah, it's been it's been good. We've had a good time. There's been laughs. There's been joy. Yes. Have a great Christmas, everybody. I know it's a little bit early to be saying that, but we are nearly in December and uh, we don't have another podcast until then. So have a great Christmas. Stay safe. Play lots of games. Hang out with family or do whatever your Christmas traditions are. And uh, yeah, Visiting enjoy the season. Families. Yeah, visit random family families like Trent does. Just rock up with Mario Party. And we'll definitely look forward to seeing you all in the new year. Um, but yeah, enjoy the break. It's been a long year, so it's a well-deserved break. And I don't have anything else to say. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Thanks, (laughs) Trent. The usual way that I end most things. Yeah, thanks, Trent. I'll do a nice uh, end off for Harvard's YouTube video. Slap that like button. There we go. I can do the YouTube (laughs) voice too, Alan. (laughs) Yeah, very good. Do do hit that like and subscribe button since it is on YouTube. This, This podcast goes on YouTube. So if you're listening on there, please do like and subscribe. Um, other than that, I think we'll go. Let's uh, let's have some Christmas music of some kind to finish let's things. Just do Merry Christmas. I'll just download yeah. Merry Christmas music. Yeah, on. that'll be a nice way to finish things. So, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll see you next year.